them come. This is their fate. Put my hands in there. All right, all right. Welcome back to the House of Wolves podcast. I am your host, Deontay, here with my near and dear friends, Jalen and Josh. Uh, today, we got quite a bit to talk about. We always do. We got some uh, some interesting stuff actually happened today. The NVIDIA's uh, 40 series supers came out. Uh, we're going to talk about that. We have some stuff in regards to Last of Us Season 2. Abby being officially you know, announced. Hopefully, they really... Gave her some background on the toxicity of the gaming community. Uh, we also have stuff like Spider-Man 2 girl quitting. <laughs> I don't want to start off with all that. But uh, Xbox developer direct. Um, that's actually coming next week, Thursday. Where they're going to be talking about Ninja Theory, Indiana Jones, about and so on and so forth hopefully we get another shadow drop but we got some stuff to talk about so we're going to get through that today um but before we get started per usual jalen josh tell the people how you been what you've been up to what you've been doing how's life going where are you at and what you've been playing talk to the people uh yeah it's been a couple weeks since we last all checked in on the podcast yeah yeah over christmas break uh it's been it was a very good time Spent a lot of time with family and it's we had a lot of relatives yeah out a lot. you know just different events festivals how long how long has it been since we did the pod was it before christmas i thought we did one during christmas yeah, the last one was right right before christmas Ah, so it's been a minute, minute. Okay, okay. First one of the year. Yeah, first one uh, of the year. So, yeah, it's been a lot of stuff going around. Uh, in Japan, people don't celebrate Christmas as much. Uh, we They still give gifts and things like that, but it's not like a full, like, you know, two weeks off. Mm-hmm. So I had to work for a bit. But once the new year came around, I did have a week. Uh, so just been enjoying my time. Okay. I've only been playing one game since Christmas. What's and, that? And that's Don't tell me. Oh my friend. goodness. <laughs> oh right my god. Uh, I got an early Christmas gift. They they got my cross uh cross save up and running. Uh, Warframe and all my stuff. I had two accounts on the one on the PlayStation, one on the Switch, and they just put them together. Had double the money. Double all resources. Oh my goodness! Progress, and I've just been playing that. And it, I, I know, I always got a lot to say about Warframe. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk about it too much, even though I got, I do got a lot of positives. Uh, basically, uh-huh. I just tried to catch up on all the expansions over the last like three years, and I played them all, and they're all really good. Uh, the new war was the the end of the Lotus storyline. Story that was good. And then moved on to the newer ones, uh, but the biggest standout was the uh, more recent one called, well, not more recent, but last year, Duveri Paradox. Mm-hmm. Basically, all that is is you have Warframe that's been going on for like ten years now, and if you want to play Warframe, you can play that. Duveri Paradox is is still the same story, 
uh, like same characters, but you can start in a different point in the story. Uh, and the combat is different. It's more melee focused. You can use a Warframe, but it's a uh, a temporary power up. Uh, it's a roguelike mode. The story is is pretty interesting. So only reason I highlight it is because that is their, I guess, their attempt to actually make a different space for brand new players. Mm. Start the game, play the tutorial, and they'll literally ask you, do you want to start regular Warframe, or do you want to start with the Vier Paradox? And it doesn't matter which one you choose, because you can actually switch between both when you want. Uh, but it, it, I guess it's a very good attempt to actually make it accessible for new players. And I like the very a lot. It's fun. I think the roguelike elements work really well for frame. It's already like a game where you fight a whole bunch of enemies and getting upgrades and like that, but giving them to you quickly and randomly quick succession uh makes it very fun the gameplay more. Um and it's a kind of a, I guess a preview of what they want to do in their new in their next game. Soul frame in which when the previews of Soul Frame came out, I didn't, I wasn't too hyped about it because, like I, like I said, I had seen similar stuff in Warframe, but uh, actually playing Daviri and seeing how, uh, what they can do with it, I think it, I'm looking forward to the new game now. Uh, you know, that being said, Warframe on its own is still the same game, has the same issues. Like, I don't think I can ever convince Deontay to play it. Uh, with me but uh it, it's been fun uh i, I was surprised that, uh, what'd you say they still got stalker in there too oh yeah they got stalker and all his cousins uh it's a bunch of different stalkers they all his cousins they got different abilities oh, uh and they got rare loot so you want to fight them <laughs> uh yeah, a, a lot of good stuff. But what I would say is, you know, I always compared it to Destiny. Like nowadays, it doesn't necessarily feel like Destiny because it's more of its own thing. But also with how they approach game development, they it, in the story mode, like you can play as different characters. They got different abilities. Some people melee, some people gun base, stuff like that. So it's it's taking its own approach to it, and I think it's just yeah, just I'm impressed that it's. Just continue to get better. Played it. Uh, yeah, that's all for for Warframe. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, I had I bought a couple of games on the Steam sale, but I haven't actually booted them up. What okay. about y'all? Been up to? Um, well, you know me. I mean, I've been chilling. Uh, like a villain. I mean, I uh, over the Christmas break, I tried to get a lot of games beat. And I did beat a few. I beat Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I kind of, I kind of started off, and I was like, I don't like this game. It was too slow. And then um, at the end of it, I was, I really thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, really great payoff really story. So um, I actually did quite enjoy it. I, I, I could have did without the gameplay loop of the combat, but it was manageable and it was fine. Um, but uh, it probably would have been better with a different type of mechanic i don't think i was that the best and fond of that one but i definitely didn't want another batman clone either so they did something different they tried it it was unique enough to get me through it it was serviceable like i it yeah. was fun uh you know it you get tired of it over time but i think that 
it, that it was so good it, uh, for what they what they what they gave. Yeah, uh, I would say like after playing it, I would want to play more of it, like another sequel, seeing how they improve. But that's never. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, never gonna happen. They got sold, so it's fine that way. And um, uh, I'm glad that I was able to kind of beat it and. A lot of people are enjoying it because it was on sale recently, so that's good there too. Um, yeah, and then would I would you say it's worth five dollars? <laughs> say that again. Would you say that it's worth five dollars because it's been on sale for like five? Oh, uh, yes. Oh, for sure. I think I paid fifteen though, um, a while back. Um, but yeah, it's really it's definitely worth the five. It's definitely worth the fifteen. Um. It's a single player game, so that's kind of to your own at your own discretion of whether or not you feel like a single player game is worth the money. But I would have paid full price for that, uh, for sure. Um, but the other games that I beat and played, I started playing like small indie games. Um, I I finished, I started and finished Dredge. I thought it was pretty cool. It was like a small game, but like fifteen hours or whatever. And it's just really going around as a fisherman and you're trying to discover what's going on with this world or whatever. So I felt like the ending was really uh, nice and gratifying. Uh, I think, I don't know if gratifying is the right word. I think that it was a nice ending and it wrapped it up really well. And um, even though it was kind of, you know, a short game, I liked it. So I, mm -hmm. I played, I beat, and, I played and beat Dredge and then I went into Dave the Diver. Um, cause I was trying out a bunch of the indie games that was in the awards, the game awards, um, and they were on sale. Um, so I'm playing day, the diver now, which I'm enjoying that too. And then, um, in the meantime, I was trying to get through avatar, which I'm probably not, cause I don't want to pay them extra $15 to keep playing it. So I did it through that you play thing. So yeah. when it when it gets cheaper or whatever, I buy it. It doesn't seem like a bad game. It's just not worth my time at this point. Um, so I'll play it later. So I've been I was playing that as well. And uh, outside of that, you know, just trying to maintain, uh, keep the household down. Um, you know, Christmas was really great. New Year's was really great. Um, I didn't have any issues there. I mean, I felt like they um um christmas was very peaceful like i said i had time off so i just hung out with the kids and you know chilled really good time to good time to be alive <laughs> just chill you know uh but yeah that that's pretty much all i did over the break i kind of just tried to play games that i could and finish up games that i could and then you know reset myself as you all know it's the new year. You have to make goals for yourself. You can't just waste away. You can't not have some type of goals, even if you don't make them. Just make some goals. Beginning of the year, you know what time it is. Don't act like you know. Don't just don't just let it go past you. I mean, everybody gets this um this adrenaline shot or and these I don't know I don't know what they call them the uh something that just uh, you you have this additional motivation around the first of the year just try to ride that motivation as long as possible you only can ride it you know a month fine but you if you can ride it for 90 days and then try again another 90 days that's my whole goal is just keep riding that motivation to 
just start a new year and start off fresh and keep pushing. So um, set your goals, make them realistic, do your 90 day check ins. That's what I'm doing and just try to figure out where you can um, improve. So, uh, but yeah, that's pretty much what I did over the break. What about you, Jalen? Uh, shoot. Um, I'm trying to think the last time we did the podcast was before Christmas. Uh, I might have went to Maryland for Christmas, uh, celebrating my family. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a uh, very enjoyable experience. And then, um, it was for New Year's. Uh, I was in Detroit and I got to hang out with some of my friends and stuff like that. So it's, uh, and everything got smooth in that regard. Um, I haven't been gaming a whole, whole lot. I mean, I've been playing Overwatch a little bit more frequently because I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to level up to Battle Pass or whatever. Uh, so I've been on that a couple times by myself. Um, and then I was, I got my like Mario Sunshine on my Steam Deck, but I feel like that's pretty synonymous with what was going on the last time we was doing the podcast. So um, yeah. I did say, I, I remember they had the Steam sale and stuff like that. Uh, I think that just ended almost like a week ago at this point. Yeah. Um I was finna I was finna buy um Live Alive by Square Enix, but I mean they still want the money, so I'm trying to um figure out you know if I'm gonna find be able to find a key or something like that to make it a little bit cheaper or find alternative measures. Mm-hmm. Um that and then what else was it? Uh and I told you the other day I, I bought Mass Effect for my Steam Deck on a freaking not realizing that it's like 110 gigs, so I need to go to the drawing board and try to figure out if I'm gonna get like a bigger SD card because all I got is a 128 right now, and then I got like Final Fantasy 13 on there. I think mm-hmm. that joint like 60 gigs, so I'm like, I ain't got no dog on space for real, for real. It don't let you. I know you got to install like the main launcher, but it don't let you choose. You only want to do one game nope. at a time. Nope. Nope. It all on all or nothing, my boy. All or nothing. Come get these games. Because I'm That's thinking funny, like you know, version, it let you yeah, it'll let you choose. It start with Mass Effect One. You gotta choose the other two. Yeah, Steam for some reason it's just all or nothing. Um I don't know why, but it is. Uh, I tried it on my computer to see if I could do it and it didn't work. I mean it's not like a problem for me, but yeah. I, I tried it at least to kind of see if oh maybe he gotta download it first, then he can uninstall it. It didn't work either. So yeah, so I was just like that kind yeah, of try, but it's a good game. <laughs> it is a good game. <laughs> how much was it on sale? Like six dollars. Yeah, it was like six yeah, bucks. Only one to six. Uh, and it runs well on the Steam Deck too. Yeah, so okay. said, but after the installation, it is possible to manually delete specific game, but you have to go to the game location, delete the folder. Somebody said that on Reddit, but I'm not entirely sure. Oh, the game location. But you still got to install the whole thing. Yeah. Regardless, then delete it. Yeah. Uh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, it is a PC. You could definitely, or a Linux PC, you can, you can uh, go do that. Uh, in your files but it's, it is going to be where you have to actually install it first and this, that's going to be a waste of time because then you got to re-verify the files and it's going to still reinstall everything again maybe if you want to switch to the next game <laughs> and then you got to go back and do the same thing again i don't know how you can be like oh i want this file not this file so 
there's not a real mechanic in it, so I don't know if it'll be useful. Um, okay, what about, um, there was nothing to say. Overwatch, you said you were trying to rank up, oh, uh, you, oh, you were trying to rank up your battle. I thought you, I don't know why I thought you, I, 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 I thought you said, I'm trying to play rank. Oh my goodness! I was about to say, yeah, there. I say you, you, you do be cooking with grease. You might as well try it. Might as I well, agree. man. You might learn some new stuff about Ash. You know they be up in that mug going crazy. And he gonna turn into a toxic Overwatch player. <laughs> Daily already be already. He already be reporting the bad healers. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I know this man's this man's a goddamn ecom poop. I was like, bro, don't report him. No, I don't don't think I've ever seen him report somebody. He might report it one person. You have? Yeah. (laughs) I think I only heard you report one person. And I was like, I report about like three people or something. It ain't nothing crazy. I think one dude was born because he wasn't, he wasn't, he was just standing there. then another dude was doing something stupid like he just like uh oh yeah he was he was mad because we were i forget the i forget the one guy that got mad because i wouldn't change so he stopped healing us i think i think you reported him oh they're selling yeah yeah yeah. it was a couple of times that had happened yeah yeah it was all my fault but I ain't so far. You just playing a doggone game. If you want to play the game, leave. Like they give him plenty of options to leave. Go ahead and leave the game. Or if yeah. you don't like it, then he can report you or something. But he ain't got a valid reason to. Like you trying to get better with a character on quick play. Like he just stopped playing the game because he's throwing a tantrum because you're not doing what you're 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 not doing what he's commanding you to do. Like that don't make sense. That's true. Yeah, the that's fact. People's like uh, behavior on that game. Crazy sometimes because I've seen a lot of people this week just online talk about how you shouldn't be practicing a new character quick to practice training. How you supposed to learn how to play against other people <laughs> in training? People, people, man, I tell you the truth, man. You might as well because they because they suck at they suck at ranked. They want to be they want to they want to dictate quick play to be ranked now. I'm like, bro, just because yeah. you're getting throttled. In your own position, don't come up in here and quick play trying to trying to be trying to be a uh, uh you know run this run the whole thing. It's like that's not how this works. Go play with the people that want to play that. It's quick play. You gonna get some crappy players sometimes. Just try to do your best. That's all you gotta do. That's it. And most of the time we still win. I feel like we are we're not in a ratio where we lose often. <laughs> so it's not like it's a problem how we play. It's more so when we get some dogs and that's about it. <laughs> You're like, bro, what's what's happening here? Uh, top five hundred chum like, why is y'all like I mean He said I'm on controller. I'm like, bro, that don't make no sense still. <laughs> top five hundred. I'm, yeah, I'm on controller, that's why I like bro, that don't make sense. <laughs> that don't even make sense. I'm just uh, that man was cooking with grease, cooking us. Uh but yeah. Any any anywho. Overpass. Let's get past Overwatch. Um, yeah, appreciate y'all giving updates. Let's talk about this um, Xbox Developer Direct. Let's go straight into the stuff. Um, so, I mean, 
what are we um what are we thinking josh you did you like the concept last year um i'm gonna say no because i don't remember it but if, if it was like they were talking about like the first previews of like starfield and stuff then it was i, I think okay yeah it was um i yeah i don't remember the event just because like honestly there's a lot of if it's not anything like huge then it was yeah, the one where they shadow dropped High Fire Rush. That's the one people remember it the most by because of that. Oh, okay. It shadow um, dropped High Fire. That was the reason. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I think not, uh, oh, go uh-huh. ahead. I think yeah, I think I, I like the actual uh structure of it more. It's just the it's the developers talking about their games and why they enjoy it and why they think it's going to be fun for you to play versus them marketing it to you and not really explaining their passion behind the project. I liked it that mm-hmm. more than anything. It resonated with me more. It's just that their passion behind why they want to make the game and why it's interesting to them is really what helped me kind of get interested in the game. So I like the mm-hmm. concept of it. I don't think... I think there's there should have been a different lineup of games um honestly i feel like they they didn't choose the right games in my opinion but i mean whatever i think there's going to be more than just these four but if there's only these four then i really don't care. I, I i don't know i'm i'm looking at it from this perspective now of i really don't want to hear from hellblade team i know why y'all kind of y'all kind of beat our heads over it why y'all want to make the game and why it's so important uh and then for avowed the game doesn't look that too intriguing and it's kind of just a and to me it feels like an outer worlds clone of skyrim so it just feels like i might get a smaller version of skyrim which is okay but I'm not really interested in the reason why you made that game either so i guess the only one that really truly brung me in on that direct last time was starfield and hi-fi rush because it was a shadow drop like everything else i really didn't care about but um indiana jones being something brand new we're not seeing gameplay of it that might be intriguing as well and why they wanted to make an indiana jones game like something that's very much so hasn't been talked about but those other two like i don't really need to hear nothing from y'all to be honest and i think that's why i'm kind of like i'm not that really interested I am interested in the Indiana Jones and why they wanted to make an Indiana Jones game. This is machine games. Y'all made Wolfenstein, and now y'all going to a open world third person. I thought it's third person action adventure, Indiana Jones. So why are you gonna make this game? Why are you making? What's gonna make you unique about your experience here? That's something I'm intrigued to listen to. You know, and I think that's uh, like the the understanding behind why I was like. You know, think that's yeah. how I'm going into it. You know, my expectations anyway. But what are so, your thoughts on this whole direct? Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I think that it's good to have a smaller event only focused four games. Way okay. each game more, like yeah, attention, and they you can really see the passion. It's like thirty trailers in a row you, you get four and you really get a better about the game. because the the one time that starfield had their own direct it kind of mm-hmm. sold me on the game because i could actually see everything the, the minute details that 
about the game that they thought were interesting that you can't show in the trailer. Right. That being said, this Xbox Direct lineup doesn't interest it interest me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like one and a half games that I'm interested in. I do want to see more of Hellblade. I think that's uh the the biggest Xbox game that I'm looking forward to. Okay. I really like the second one. It's really really good. But like you said, I don't necessarily need a more documentary footage of the, the developers because they talk yeah they talked a lot about cinema and their development process but if they have more gameplay show how the game has evolved from the first one then that's always good i think okay. it's going to be probably their best game that comes uh avowed seems okay i like obsidian they make the better version of bethesda games however it's going to be smaller and more focused and that's good like if we got starfield but it was half as big I think that would be a really good game. Uh, hmm. But about being Skyrim, but half as big, might be interesting, but, you know, I don't know if they can really sell me on it because I'm really interested. <laughs> uh, Indiana Jones, I don't care. We've yeah. had 10 um, Nathan Drake games. We've had 10 Laura Crowd games. And I don't really care about Indiana Jones <laughs> as, like, a movie franchise. So, it could be no. fun. I think games makes fun games, but the IP is not going to sell me. It's got to be the gameplay, and I don't know what you can do other than give like, a new look. Yeah, I was more so interested in like the new Contraband game. I don't even know what that's about, but I feel like that title is better than <laughs> the, uh, Indiana Jones, because I just don't care about Indiana Jones. Now, yeah. if there was another Laura Croft game coming out, I would be more intrigued because I like Laura Croft and I like, you know, Tomb Raider. Um, but that's not yeah, gonna happen either. Uncharted and Laura Croft, they're also like you can kind of do a little bit more. Whereas like Indiana Jones, you kinda stuck with you the know licensing Indiana of the, Jones. Yeah. Yeah, you stuck with the license. Like uh, he can't die. Uh <laughs> he can't, you know, do anything that contradicts the movies. Even the movies, it's not like a whole lot of deep lore. Yeah. So uh, yeah. that's why I think it's just not that interesting. So yeah, a spicier the, lineup that would have been. <laughs> the thing with Indiana Jones is, is that on its winning side is that I know nothing of it. So even if they were to provide me stuff from the past that people actually like, like, I mean, there's plenty of movies, so it, it had to be somebody I'd like them, right? So if they just provide me stuff that I never noticed and I'd never seen because I never literally watched it and I find it enjoyable, then that's fine because literally it's introducing me, introducing me to a franchise that I never would have touched simply because of through the medium of video games. Like, that's fine with me. Like, I can discover a character to enjoy through a video game versus I would watching that movie. So... That's fine with me. I don't have a problem with giving it a chance, per se, more so because um, I haven't played an Uncharted game in a very long time, and I haven't played a Laura Croft game in a very long time. I can probably fit that into my bill, even though I just kind of played Jedi Fallen, you know, Survivor, which is kind of like that, but, you know. You're not worried that it's going to be just a Jedi Survivor, Clone, but like too close to Uncharted because Uncharted like copy Indiana Jones from the first place, and now we go on into the game. 
I think Uncharted um, gameplay where you're you go into a temple, shoot dudes, you at the end of the game you find a magic relic, and then run away, and the magic relic gets destroyed. Right, so you, but I, I times I in think, like six Uncharted games. I think with the I think with the what they can pull from. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Uncharted basically stole their stuff. Um, but I, like I said, I, I, I feel like there's been what? When's the last time we had Uncharted? Like 2018. I don't really. It's been a, it's been a decent amount of time for me to not be super upset with another one coming out and with a different take. I mean, I, it can't just be another copy and paste Uncharted. If it is, then that's a problem. It can be like graphically pushing or whatever, but it has to have some type of loop or gameplay loop that is different than what they were doing before. I mean, if that if they're going to come out with just that, Josh, then it's tough sell. It is a tough sell. It's already a tough sell. I'm saying that um, from machines game standpoint, um, they are a unique place where they could tell a decent story but and also have really good gameplay because all of their games beforehand were adaptions of other stuff but they were very different than what you played previous like wolfenstein even in the new colossus like those were different adaptions even though that material was already there it still had a different take but it also had a new unique feel you know but i don't think that they could I mean, yeah, you're right, Josh. They could definitely just do. They can. They can. They can. They can just um, phone it in. I just don't hope that no, that's I'm, the case. I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying that they're not going to try, but I, I think with the overall vibes of what you're going to get from Indiana Jones, you're going. Oh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing yet. Not that's what you're saying. I got one more in me. That's like Vince. <laughs> I still got one more in me. Yeah, I I can say like, that. Like for me, for I, sure. I played two Uncharted games, and I feel like I've had it enough. And like I play, uh, I play all of the ba- Tomb Raider games basically. But you know, both those games together, I feel like gives me all the vibes of that type of character and that like mm-hmm. you know lifestyle. We're we're going to hunt for relics. I feel like I don't, I don't feel like I need more of that. And Indiana Jones is the original of that. It's unfortunate that it comes so late. <laughs> Jalen, Game Pass. I think is, is... What you thinking, Jalen? Game Pass. You playing it or no? No, nah, man. <laughs> what you mean? You played Uncharted? You can give an Xbox version a shot? Very I mean, I, I give it a shot, man. Maybe. I, I mean... I mean, it got some multiplayer in it. I don't know. What you think, Josh? What's the over-under on multiplayer for this game? <laughs> you could have co-op. They've done co-op before, but they, I don't think they've ever PvP. No co-op in this, <laughs> they might. I think that. I mean, they could. They could try. Um, Maybe even, like, local co-op or something, but I don't know about, like, nah, actual hey, over. Nah. They could do local co-op. Potential. I'm gonna play a show, but hey, I'm gonna fly in uh, Japan or Ohio real quick. Y'all trying to play some Indiana? No, 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 no. We're not saying that. I was talking. I'm not talking about us. I'm talking about just, no, just multiplayer. Saying, you can run run through with uh with, with somebody. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm trying to get at. 
Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, let me see. Let me see. I'm sorry, I cut you off, Josh. What were you finish? What were you? What were your final statement on um, Indiana Jones? Yeah, I, I'll say that it's. I, I enjoyed the Indiana Jones movies, um, mm-hmm. and I think. Oh, you actually watched them, so you have some background in it, right? Yeah, it's just Uncharted. Like I don't, I, I don't know how you can explain it. Do any you other like way. the movies more than Uncharted? Uncharted? They're the the same. Like the the character, he's like. I mean, Nathan Drake is slightly more goofy, but he got more mature over time. But it's like Uncharted literally copied one for one. Indiana Jones. Okay, so you don't, so but you don't think Uncharted is better, per se. Uh, I mean, I mean, taking the taking the mechanics of the gameplay out, story wise, do you think Uncharted is a better story? Um, or did you play I the games enough to know? So I didn't play Uncharted Four, but okay. one through three, the the story is the adventure. Going out to this place to find this thing, we find some bad guys, somebody betray me, we steal the thing, trying to run away. Like that's the story. That's the same story of the uh, Indiana Jones movies. The only difference is that each movie, each game of Uncharted has characters that you like. So you like Sully, Indiana Jones. There are characters in there that you like. So yeah, there might be characters that you get in the new Indiana games that you like, but as far as like the story and adventure, it's going to be the exact same type of story that you've seen. The only difference is, can they make you care about So, Indiana Jones, so who ripped who? Because I, I, I felt like Uncharted came was a direct uh, derivative from, uh, was derived from uh, National Treasure. Was National Treasure ripped from Indiana Jones? Indiana Jones came out in the 70s, and then they had two more movies after that, and now they had a fifth movie. Like Indiana Jones is the original National Treasure copy from Indiana Jones. Uh, okay. If you play, like, like literally, uh, like you play Uncharted two or three, like the same. Mm-hmm. Sully, so my bad. I'll explain really quick. Indiana Jones in one of the movies is him and his dad. In okay. uh, Uncharted, you don't have his dad, but you have Sully, who is basically that and they get along well but they argue all the time but you like to see them together that's the same thing that you get from indiana so it's like i'm Mm. hoping that you don't just rehash the same ideas that we've seen before that's all i'm saying i i don't think that the game itself is going to be bad but we've covered this ground a lot uncharted and uncharted is one of the best selling franchises in video game history so it's it's not a like niche everybody's seen it yeah, that's why it's time for Xbox. Talk about nonsense. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying, though. Yeah, it's it 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 does sound like I'm caping, but it's more so. I guess I'm just I got one more in me. I ain't really I ain't really tripping about playing another one. I guess. Yeah, and, I mean, um, it's a game, yeah. and if they can sell the gameplay, uh, it's worth a try. It's just yeah. I I think the IP. What I'll say is that I hope that they're not hoping that the IP is sell it. They gotcha. have to do a little bit more work because yeah. Indiana Jones is not as strong of an IP as I think it was. Yeah, let me let me blow stuff up like just cause, and then then we got some. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see red tanks all across the world. 
<laughs> I'm trying to see some red tanks. Ain't there, AJ? Let me try to blow up red tanks. That's I that's the loop for me. That's the loop for me, baby. Uh, but yeah. Okay. Well, um, that's the direct. It comes out next Thursday. I want to say January 18th. Um, which doesn't make sense because it's the. Yeah, let me double check. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, Xbox Direct. It will be on the 18th. Yeah. Tune in. 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, what else? What else? What else? What else? Uh, oh, let's move into our next topic. Dragon's Dogma 2. Jalen, did you play Dragon's Dogma? No, right? It was just Jalen. Dash. Trail on the player forever. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, maybe you got a little insight on a, the new one. Maybe they talked about it. I don't know. Maybe not. But Dragon's Dogmas 2 um, was announced. I think we got like 15 minutes of new gameplay. Um, are you soaking it all in, J- Josh, as you're seeing it? Or are you waiting until the game come out? Like, are you actually watching some of the coverage that's going on? Um, so I've seen some of the coverage, but I'm not watching all of it because it's not. There are new mechanics, but it's more like built on what I've seen before. So same okay. similar gameplay of Dragon's Dogma, but we've made some improvements. So I'm not watching all like all you know hour long special. Gotcha. Okay. Um. Well, honestly, you know, I, like I try, I tried Dragon's Dogma. Um, and I felt like it it started slow, so it's going to be tough for me to get into it. And there's plenty of other games that have like a much more gripping impact at the beginning. Uh, i.e. games that I actually want wanted to play right now. So I, I don't know if I'm going to go to that one before I try Dragon's Dogma 2. But um, there is a lot of similarities, but there's like a better, obviously just a better graphics engine. And I've seen a lot of similarities when it came to like mechanics and item inventory stuff. And I was like, okay, this is still looks a little bit cumbersome, but um, maybe we can get past that. I, I don't know. I was trying to get a temperature on what you were feeling like there was in a lot of improvements <laughs> or not, or whether it was going to be uh, just a prettier Dragon's Dogma 1. So, from everything I've seen from these previews, it's going to be a prettier Dragon's Dogma 1 because the Dragon's Dogma is complicated because it was, when they when they made it, the idea was, let's combine Monster Hunter with Dragon's uh, Devil May Cry, and we're gonna make a big open world game. And they did that. So what you have is a super complicated game with a bunch of different menus, a bunch of complicated builds and abilities and things like that. It's not like grindy like Monster Hunter, but it's still an RPG where you have to like play the mechanics. You gotta climb on the monster and hit him in the head, fighting the dragon, climb on their back and hit him in the wings so they fall down. Combine different elements to mm. the right status effect to be able to damage the enemies who are immune. So 
it's not going to ever be a simple game. I think that's going to be the hard sell to a lot of people because if you buy a you know full price game, you kind of want to be able to jump in and get right to it and understand it. But that's not unfortunately going to be what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a slow RPG. What I say is that I like the first one a lot because once you get get all your abilities and you level up and you start doing the you know harder missions and fighting bosses like that it's really fun okay uh, but you have to get there it's not gonna give you a amazing build at the beginning of the game and then Hmm. i mean technically that's what you get with the dlc of the first game uh dark arisen but you still have to have a leveled up character to play the deals. But that at least allows you to skip all the side quests, skip all the NPCs, just go straight to the this super big dungeon and fight a whole bunch of cool stuff. But you still have to have a character. Okay. Um, yeah, Master I don't know. Dire Wolves. Uh, <laughs> uh, wolves hunting Packer, is it? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, the, the the random yeah. quips that they be saying, I'd be like, bro, what are you talking about? Oh, the, about right the now? pawns, yeah. I mean, the pawns are interesting because I don't know if you get. Did you play that far the first game? Uh, I played. I played. I got some pawns. I got. I got three, three, two pawns. Three pawns with me right now, and we was just okay. going into like a little whale. I, that's the first whale I encountered where I went down there, and I've been trying to like kill some lizards, and uh, it's it's very um. It's very much so just trying to get through a few of the, but I, I feel the weakest out of my team. Like my pawns are stronger than me. So yeah. I don't like that period, but so, it's I, probably a mechanic thing where I got to start to get better and get like, you know, more stuff and better stuff. Yeah. But. So I don't know if you going to play the second one, but it, I'm pretty sure it's the exact same system. The whole point is that you start, you pick a class, so your first class you pick, I don't know, mm-hmm. you pick a warrior, you got a big sword. You're gonna have like two, three abilities. You're gonna feel pretty weak, and you just gonna hit hit monsters with the same combo. But that's not the point. The point of the game is level up that class to like level ten, and you pick different class. So now you pick the archer, and then you play the archer, and you level up the archer to level. 10. But then what you can do is combine the the knight with the archer. So now you have both abilities on the same class, and they got extra effects to big damage so the point is to use all the classes level them all up and then combine them that's why in the later game where you have a knight but you also have a, a wizard uh you know now you can have your big tanky class but then throw out a, a giant tornado and like use those abilities together so it's like you have to build to that because in the beginning you don't have it you have like basic class uh gotcha so who do you recommend this game for then? Like, who are the people that you is it like action RPGs? What I guess who RPG. is the target people for this game? Because it seems like a lot of stuff going on. RPG people who like RPGs for the game, not the story. Want... No, yeah, I don't. I don't think for the story. <laughs> do you think Dragon Dogmas Two is gonna step up their game a little bit with the story, or you think it's gonna be more? Story, I mean, you've seen the quick with that. Not... <laughs> no. no. The, don't, don't trust. I mean, I think Capcom can tell like decent stories, but like uh I don't think Capcom has the chops to tell a like 
compelling story. Like you, you didn't like Final Fantasy 16 story, and I think that Square Enix they've tried a lot. Like they have more experience telling, yeah, fantasy stories. Capcom has no experience telling fantasy stories. I don't think that Resident Evil franchise has a good story <laughs> at all. Yeah, they don't. So don't trust Capcom to tell a good fantasy. They got good games. Uh, yeah, the gameplay is gonna be good. The bosses are gonna be good. Like there might be stories of like, oh, this boss or this dungeon has an interesting like, lore Concept or, or something. Yeah, yeah. The overall story is not gonna be anything. If you like the gameplay, the Don't gameplay you. will be fine. <laughs> okay, Jalen, you copy? You getting it, man? We we all gonna be on Dragon he, Dogma too? He didn't get the first one. He should have got the nah, first nah, one. No, no, no. Dark and Arisen. your corner. <laughs> oh my goodness! He said he said they ain't get me the first time. What you mean? He said give me the second. Hey, Charles, Charles, and I was wearing me out, bro. They kept talking about magic, archers, high bullseye, death, some minotaurs, and the uh, yeah, and uh, you, uh, that, what's that? The Everfall, not the Everfall, and uh, yeah, the Everfall is the final dungeon, and then the Dark Arisen has a different. Yeah, there's some about the minotaurs down there, and uh. Oh, yeah. Abyssal anguish, and uh, I'm just like, nah, all right, bro. Them. I got yeah, them pawns is getting dragged by them hellhounds, and I'm just looking like, I'm tired of seeing y'all play this game, bro. <laughs> What's up? The, the gameplay game is fun. Like, the, my favorite thing to do, uh, you play as the uh, rogue, you, you know, you just got two daggers, but his ability that you can get is emulate, so you set yourself on fire and you taking damage. But you can jump onto a monster and grab them, so they're burning with you, and it can just start stabbing them in the back, and it does like double damage because you're doing those two abilities. So it's like I think I say it that, is creative and fun because you can combine these different things. But yeah, it's just like you playing it for the gameplay. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. All right. Um, what about? Mm, I mean, I, I I could talk. I could spend two seconds on Nvidia. So Nvidia decided to bring out some new cards. Um, they suck. Prices are out of pocket. <laughs> That's it. I don't really got much else to say. I mean, I think that they have. Right now, we don't know the power um of these cards outside of what they showed. I did show that they had like some comparisons. I think to the thirty ninety Ti. Um. I, I honestly, I just don't. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I don't find that these these two appealing. Um, and there's not much else to say about it. I, I can tell you guys is the prices, and then we can go for that. Um, the forty eighty, I think it launched. Um, what was the forty eighty's price? I think the forty eighty started at um twelve hundred dollars that is a lot wait, wait why can't i find these prices hold on hold on where's the price i did not think that this thing started at 12 40 80 started at 1200 e. uh 40 70 supers 40 series prices uh, so the seven okay so the 
RTX 47 Ti Super is $799. The uh, 4080 Super. Is a thousand. The forty. What is this forty eighty Ti? Because I know I saw it. Where is the forty eighty Ti price? It wasn't a forty ninety. It was a forty eighty Ti. Where did it go? Oh wait. So was it the six hundred dollar forty seventy Super, the forty seventy Ti, and the forty eighty Super? The 599 was for the Super, the 4070 Ti, I guess they don't have the price, it's 799 and then the 4080 itself is 1000 The 4080 Super, I mean. Whatever. I, I mean, I'm, I'm informing y'all, but I honestly don't have anything to say on this. I don't think the prices are worth it right now. I think the 4070 Super might be the best thing to show out here, but the other ones are a little too expensive. Um, especially when, when I know that I bought mine for a very decent price and I have the 7900 XTX and it's on par with a lot of this stuff. So I don't really care. So, um, yeah, anything to add to the 4070s and the 4080 Super, Josh? Well, um, uh, nothing to say about the cards. I think being at $1,000 um, is, yeah, it's it's too high for me for, for sure right now. Uh, but they did show a couple, like, announcements and things like that. Their highlight reels of different games and partnerships that they're doing. I think some of those were interesting. Uh, finally seeing yeah. Ryzen Forbidden West, right? Forbidden West on PC. Uh, that looked really good. Um, and it, it has, like, it's using DLS3 and things like that, but I don't, I'm not actually sure about all the features that it has, but it looks really good. Um, so that's a good, a good grab. Diablo 4 is getting, I think it's a ray tracing update. Um, as well as Half-Life 2. Uh, I played a little bit of Half-Life 2. I don't know if this is like a separate game. Um, mm. Like you got to buy it again or something. But um, it, I mean, it looked good. Uh, so I, I'm excited to see more of the their stuff in, not development, in in action, you know, because you have like Cyberpunk 2077, and that's a really good, always a really good benchmark of what you can do with the new cards. Uh, but that can't be the only game. We got to see more games on PC really utilizing the NVIDIA architecture. And uh, I think Horizon for me might be the one uh, I'm definitely. Yeah, I think the. Um, I think that the DLSS software is the best thing that comes out of the video right now i don't think it's the hardware right now i think the hardware is great and it's pushing it it's, it's pushing this stuff but honestly oh I, I wouldn't say the hardware i would say the price of the hardware like i don't find these stuff compelling at this point and the 4090 is still the best thing on the market and it's still still overpriced out of comparison to everything else but it is the best thing out so um i am waiting almost two generations for 
to me to pick up a NVIDIA card because honestly, you know, the, at the pace that they're innovating and the amount of money that they're charging, it seems as if they are probably just going to ride this out for a while because I don't think I mean, AMD can, can competitively catch up with them and they know it. So they're going to keep pricing themselves out the market and they'll keep pricing themselves to a point where I don't feel comfortable buying their stuff until I'm ready to buy it at a later time, which is fine. I mean, I, I don't think that that's a problem in a strategic matter, but I, I don't get excited for this stuff because I know that it's just too much. So I know that their software is great, though. I know that they have the best software and that's undeniable. So at some point, uh, Team Red is going to have to make a big shift or they're going to they're going to just I'm going to leave them behind. It's not like it's not it's not a, it's not a but if or uh, if it's going to happen is when it's going to happen, because I know that they are putting in the effort to make their software 10 times better than AMD. So. Until I'm ready to purchase their hardware at their significant price hikes, then, you know, I'm just going to have to deal with looking at it from afar. And then at some point when I feel as if it is a comfortable time to move and I feel like that the technology is there and the price is there and there's an actual decent metric of like showing the improvements and not just showing, hey, we got DLSS running on here, but not in 3090 because it doesn't run it. <laughs> so it's not like, you know, that's not that's not cool to me, like 53 frames per second. Then you got 103 on this because it has frame generation. That's not a real frame. That's not a real improvement on the game and not a real improvement from a um, from an actual horsepower or I don't know what you say, just power purse uh, from the actual device. It's, it's just it's just trickery. So uh, no, not happening. I do it at, at some other at some point when it catches up and is actually a, a meaningful change. And we're comparing DLSS, you know, three to another DLSS three enable thing. And you're seeing almost 200 frame difference, 100 frame difference. Then that makes sense, but not right now. Right now is just it's all trickery, man. It's all marketing. So no, thank you. So I don't get excited, and that's probably why I'm sitting here like I don't know much about it because I'm just not excited about it. <laughs> um, but yeah, moving on. Uh, what's his name? Chief Mazahiro. You heard about him, Jalen? Your boy is quitting YouTube. I know you was. I know you was very interested in his YouTube channel. So. Boy, I can't get enough of him. I just have to remember how to pronounce his name. <laughs> he can't get enough of that man. So, um, so yeah, he uh, he finally called it quits. Uh, and I I guess that's big news. But I I think Josh knew more about it, so I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop being a, a hole and let him speak <laughs> on what he was doing. What was he doing, Josh? Uh yeah, so after he he finished the last Smash game, he said he was taking a break. He was going to be hanging out on YouTube, posting videos about game development, explaining how they do stuff. Um, and I mean, he I think his channel was popular. He got like half a million subscribers and like two hundred videos. But yeah, basically every week or so, he posts a video about uh how they do different stuff like what is like what are some of these um how how to do knockback 
uh, or how to make, you know, the controls, how to, you know, just a whole bunch of different stuff of, I guess, everything that they do of how they design Smash um, if you want to implement that to your game. So if you're interested in how games are made, it has a lot of uh, short videos. They're all like five to ten minutes about how to do it. Um, but yeah, he's basically said that he's, this year, he's going to be quitting YouTube. I don't know if it's specifically because it's YouTube or he, he wants to do something else. Uh, but yeah, it was a, a decent run, I guess, year. I'm pretty sure YouTube don't actually pay much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that, and that, and I guess that is our segment. <laughs> I don't know nothing about it. Uh, I felt like, um, yeah. I mean, what you, you got anything to add here, Jalen? I don't like. I said I don't want to be the guy that's just rushing it off, but I don't really know much about him, and it seemed like it's not something that you need to announce. But I understand you got a following. So, Jalen, will you miss him? I know you're a big fan. <laughs> you're wrong, bro. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> <laughs> what you mean? I know you're a big fan. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm gonna miss him. Uh, he yeah. going through so. Going through so. Maybe I don't know. I have to go back to watching that other dude on YouTube. Chow, chow, you name it. Chow, chow. No haircut tutorial. Get ready to chop, chop. Magic City, turn up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on because we ain't talking about nothing. Uh, but let's move it to uh, Last of Us Season 2, Abby. Abby is here. Uh, her name is Laura Bailey. Um. Uh, no, Laura Bailey is the voice actress for... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, sorry. It is Caitlin Dever. You're right. My bad. Caitlin Dever is new Abby uh, for The Last of Us. Um, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure... Um, uh, Bella Ramsey probably gave her the one the, the rundown of how toxic we are. Well, not we. I just say gamers in general that don't really got no lives, and they just they just get on the internet and they say stuff, man. Um, but I I feel like she gonna catch it simply because of you know she kills Joel and spoiler alert, um, she kills Joel, and um, but I don't know. I guess all that matters is if you're not if you're appeasing to these men, um, in in the face. Because that is obviously it's a big deal. I have no idea um, how this kind of crept into the the space. Well, I, you know what I do. I'm not. Let's not pretend like we don't know. Um, but it's a little ridiculous. That's what I'll say. And um, but yeah, she is the new Abby. How are we feeling? Um, I mean. Has she? I, I don't know any other old previous work. I'm trying to find her now, like see if I can find some previous work from this. They saying she was only in, she was in Dope Sick. Um, I don't know what that is, but let me see. Um, movies. Oh, she was in Booksmart. She was the Booksmart girl. I like that movie. 
Um, she was in Ticket to Paradise. Oh, was she the daughter? Oh, that's hilarious. I watched that movie. You know, I love my rom coms. Dope Sick. I don't know what Dope Sick is. I guess that's one of her best movies. It's on Hulu. Hmm. Oh, it's a it's a it's an actual it's a it's a television show, the miniseries. Okay. Okay, so she seemed like she got some background in acting. I mean, <laughs> that's all you can ask for, right? <laughs> I don't know what else they want. Uh, so she has some background. Look like she actually does work. And um, yeah, she fits the bill. Uh, what are we thinking, guys? Anything to add here? Uh, I mean, Bella, I'm pretty sure Bella told her about everything. I don't really think there's nothing she can be like, oh, I'm, I'm so shocked at my how they act and treated me like pretty sure she signed up for this and they probably gave her a little hazard bonus more than <laughs> i would think so i would be asking for hazard pay you know like why would i why would i not like obviously this is a very non-beloved character to the point where it was the biggest deal ever like if they tried to sell her some gold and not tell her the real real that's crazy but oh I'm pretty sure she has a rundown of what's going to happen. Uh, so yeah. Over under, did she get the hazard pay? Which I think. Um, I mean, yeah, she she has a a background in acting, so I, I'm sure that she has some sort of like PR team or things like that, people to help out. But I think that in this situation, especially for young actors, uh, like her and Bella, it's probably best to just like not be online like that like there are a lot of uh celebrities especially like younger ones not a lot of younger ones but there are a few who you don't really see or hear anything from ever because it's not necessary for your career and i think that it it will conflict and open you up to more uh attention and drama that you don't need especially with like last of us is gonna be a big big show People are gonna like it, and she's gonna get praise from like right places, like award shows, or that, and it's gonna secure more jobs. But just being online with, on like Twitter and stuff like that is not. I don't think anything good is gonna come from those people because people are gonna lose their mind no matter what. If the thing is good, if it's bad, if it's not what they want, it don't matter. So it's not her fault necessarily. It's and it's not necessarily the character's fault because I think that a lot of the stuff that people hate Abby for is not fair to the character. Is the whole point of the story is that everybody is kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but they all gotta like survive. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so I think that's kind of like the point. So, anyways, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it sucks that you have to like, you can't just be a Play character a yeah. be you know praise for it you got to worry about people who just want you to be actually hurt because of your betrayal yeah. absolutely i mean i feel like there was plenty of times where um they would uh somebody would flag down uh ghosts from power there's plenty of times when these people go crazy sometimes just act like the character is the character but i, I understand that some people are just a little bit better prepared for that and especially when you don't know 
Uh, I, I feel like this is, I don't know. Do y'all think gaming is the most toxic form of media or no? Y'all think it's like basically the same as everything else? Um, I'll say I was going to say it's the same, but I don't agree in the sense I think that game... And that's not say toxic. I say negative. I say negative. But go ahead. Sorry. I mean, it's negative and toxic because gamers in general have been online for a lot longer than a lot of people. Like, if you if you read books, part of book clubs, like, a lot of those communities were not online. But, like, if you're a gamer, especially from, like, the 360 era you've been online every day for a long time online there are no like i mean there you know rules to like specific websites you there's no but, etiquette like you've been yeah embedded it's no in your life you whatever you want and yeah. if you've been online for like 15 years just doing and saying whatever you want is going to continue to be like that so it's not necessarily uh the fault of the game but gaming community has grown up with the internet and the same with a lot of people who don't even play games, but they just on Twitter all day, every day being toxic. What now they just came over to X, that's the whole point. You get paid for being toxic. Say something bad about whatever, even if you don't believe it, because yeah. this is a troll website now. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, tw- Twitter mm-hmm. has, has, has definitely changed. Um, but what you think, Jalen? Um, I mean... At first, I wasn't fully agreeing with what Josh said, but I mean, I guess if you're just on the internet in general, I think overall the internet in general is a um, very um, negative, uncensored, negative, um, can be toxic place just based on like comment sections, everybody trying to race to be the funniest and it's going away from games just a little bit, but just kind of like compare and contrast. I mean, um, obviously we're not going to get into this, but you got like the the toxic stuff for like the gender wars. Then you got, we can talk about like games and how people um, like threaten people uh, just about certain things that they do with the game. Um, And then we can even go into like, you know, I'm subscribed to this in some capacity, like the anime community. Um, You got some very toxic people in there and um, some of the things they say about shows. And I think, I think the the dude on Jujitsu Kaisen, I think the author was getting threats or something like that too. And I think he like, I'm finna just end the show or something like that. I don't remember. I think I read something like that. So it's just, I mean, that just further perpetuates the idea that it's all like toxic. And I don't think it's just the gaming in general. Um, I do resonate the fact that like Josh said, like those people probably been online a little bit longer than other people, whether it is playing RuneScape or Xbox Live. So <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, it, it plays right into our uh, next topic as well when it comes to Spider-Man Two and the Steph Tyler, the face, uh, Stephanie Tyler, the face of MJ, in that um, in that role as well. So she also got her fair share of toxics or harassment and you know, weird negativity online. So she's put out a statement recently. uh, Dear Spider-Man fans, I appreciate the love for my role in the Spider-Man games and the positive response to my version of MJ has gotten over the years. However, I am no longer an actively auditioning actor or model. 
The shoots I do now are purely a creative outlet for myself and a way to collaborate with fans I love. Over the weekend, some followers crossed boundaries. One even went to the extent of calling my workplace and leaving multiple voicemails wanting to speak with me and requesting I call back, which is unacceptable and considered stalking. My skincare page is not for Spider-Man or MJ fans. Bottom line is that I came into work this morning and immediately felt unsafe and uncomfortable hearing those voicemails. Please respect that I am human being, being I'm a human being trying to make a living just like you. And I kindly ask for boundaries to not be crossed. Messages will not be answered and I will block you if you make me feel uncomfortable. And you can unfollow me if this disappoints you. Thank you. Yeah. Um... You know, I mean, it, it just plays into that same thing. I mean, I feel like the uh, uh, definitely women get it more worse than men. Um, this is not a debate, this is a fact, but it's just kind of like, uh, you know, weird stuff like this. It just kind of continues to build upon itself to create a negativity around gamers online and how they treat uh, or act or interact with women. So, and then just, uh, you know, People in general, it's not even just women, but it's mostly women. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I feel like it's a there's a there's a space for people to grow. Obviously, people to be better, people to start to just mind their own business. I think a lot of that need to go around in 2024. Just mind your business. Stop acting like everything has to really it, it, stuff taking stuff you know so personally. Like everything does not fit to your you know your metrics to your thoughts to your process everything isn't crap because it's a separate opinion from yours and everything isn't to be shooed away because of that so it's just a lot of that you know a lot of people need to grow up stop acting like children um but some of these things are a little bit you know interesting to read interesting to see you don't have to like the character but you don't have to you know harass the character <laughs> You don't have to harass the the counterpart that took a job. You know that's weird. Um, and I know I feel the same way about weird people that go bother um, a Starbucks worker because the Starbucks company head did something stupid or like they 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 don't align with them. So they go bother somebody just trying to do their job, make their money. So that type of stuff is like that type of energy to the tenth degree. It sound it's it's it seems like it's a common thing like. Yeah, they didn't do that and they, they didn't personally attack you, so you shouldn't go and personally attack them. But that is something that people really need to hear just so they can understand it. Yeah. So um yeah, overall, I ain't trying to serious us out, but you know, do better. Chill out. You know, be kind. Everything you can Barney taught y'all. I don't know if y'all remember Barney, but you know. Maybe 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 go watch a few episodes. Uh but yeah, let's move on. Um in else let's talk about this msi claw Jalen, you brought this up which is surprising dude what did you hear about the msi claw did you hear that it's uh it's gonna take over the game did you hear that it was the next big thing was you your pre-order in put my pre-order in <laughs> already got my thing back on ebay and get rid of it <laughs> <laughs> Next, next revolution of game. I'm finna get rid of everything. Not just one. I ain't, I ain't hear that much about it. I was just kind of curious if, um, you know, I was looking through some things. And I was just trying to 
figure I figured you'll probably hear something about it, but I know a lot of these little handheld PC type things been coming out. Um, one of my boys, he bought one that was like, I think he probably paid like a band, like a thousand dollars for his or something like that. I he think it's like custom made and stuff or something. I don't know what it was. It kind of like a PSP shape or whatever. He let me use it a little bit, had a little bit of weight, kind of dense. But anywho, going to the MSI car or whatever. Um, I mean, like I said, I ain't go too much into it, but I did hear that you said it got Windows on. I mean, which could be like a, I guess that's like a plus or minus thing. Um, yeah. I don't really think that it would, you know, because I don't think that it will like. It could. I guess it can be a competitor to the Steam Deck, right? But I mean, I don't think it's gonna make that much of a impact or doing something like super revolutionary granted you know i just looked over like real real briefly i didn't see anything that was like outstanding or something i mean it's still along the, the same lines it's a handheld pc and um granted if the specs are one thing that's cool and it's like at a good price point that could probably help in going against the steam deck mm-hmm. but i mean i don't I don't foresee it being something that's just like I don't even see like the handheld PC market being that that huge where it's like this is gonna be like a competitor and it's gonna be something that they like really really compete with. So um I don't like consoles like Xbox versus PlayStation type thing. So I think it can coexist personally, but I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean the MSI Claw, so I was correct and it's a it's it's it is powered by a uh um uh, uh, Intel GPU and uh, Intel architecture for the um, the AP or uh, what you what you call this. Um, so they they that that is a Intel driven actual um, device, which is cool because I we never seen one before. They most of they all come with AMD stuff, then two, then four, uh, RDNA three stuff like that. So. It'd be interesting to see the capabilities of this machine. Um, what's interesting is that this one, I believe, is a 720p screen, which is very different than what we mostly get when it comes to s- screen. Because I know the, the 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 Steam Deck in itself is 800p, so it's not that far off. But uh, most people feel like that's too low. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside of that. That's the biggest thing that would be cool to me. I mean, it, it's still like it sucks at a low. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it does still like it suck at low wattage, at t- low TDPs. Um, and, you know, Windows is optimized for mobile gaming. I don't know, Josh, what do you. Do you do you do you do you view these as um, strong competitors? Do you find them to be intriguing? Um, even if from your, take your own perspective out of it, do you find it to be, um, uh, a winning strategy to continue to put, make out, make, or do you, uh, do you feel like windows need to change significantly for you to like pick one of these up? I don't know. What's your thoughts? Uh, so yeah, from the top, I'll say, I don't think that it's a strong competitor to the steam deck because most of these windows based devices are missing the steam deck target audience which is people who want pc games but don't want the pc gaming experience and the pc gaming experience is literally what you get with windows steam deck most of the games not every game but most of the games you just buy it on steam download it play the game on the steam deck that's 
the best experience that you can get. If I buy the game, hit play, and no issues, then it's amazing. I tweak it to my preference after that, you know, 40 hertz, 45 hertz, whatever. But just being able to, it's, it's not plug and play, you know, you're not plugging in anything. But yeah, just download it and play it, and that's great. These other devices, like the ROG Ally and things like that, they, they're offering more power. You can, you know, customize it further. Oh, you can play Call of Duty now on handheld. But at the same time, the price is much higher and things like that. So in order to compete with the Steam Deck, you have to offer a super easy user experience, and you got to be $400. All of these devices that run Windows are $600 plus. So that in no way, shape, or form are they going to be competing with the Steam Deck. Now, for some PC players who feel like they need the extra power, they need the extra, be able to tweak it, and you need Windows to be able to run these extra executables that to get the experience that you want. Yeah, these other devices are like super, super, super hardcore people, but that I'm not one of those people, so I'm never going to get one of these. Uh, yeah. That being said, the, since the Steam Deck came out, and maybe a little bit before, but the handheld market has gotten a lot um, more interesting, and I've actually been following all of these different devices a lot. But mm. I think that the Steam Deck is kind of the upper limit of what you should realistically ever spend. If you want something cheaper, there there are a whole bunch of really good stuff, like $100, $200. If you don't want to spend money yeah. on the Steam Deck, you want something really small so you can put it in your pocket. Those those devices are really good. Like, like one just came out this week, 150 basically the size PSP, and you can play... A whole bunch of games. I mean, mostly emulated, but a whole bunch of stuff all the way up to the Switch. And so it's like that's a really good value for one hundred fifty dollars if you don't want to pay four hundred percent. But at the end of the day, the Steam Deck is still the best value for them. Uh, Agreed. So I don't see. I mean, I think most of these are kind of just like experiments from like um, these companies. MSI yeah. And yeah. I don't think that they're actually going to be really supported and iterated on. You know, they just threw some together, see see what we can get from it. But yeah, I don't think they're like real. Yeah, the only one I feel like was really like that really put some thought and some some, some real thought behind there is the Legion as of now, anyway, because of mm-hmm. the whole concept of being able to take the controllers off and use one as a mouse. Um, they really put some thought behind how the usability of it. Um, but I think the ally is still the front runner when it comes to Windows 11 or Windows uh, based um, device. Because I think Asus has been doing a really good job of trying to get their software up to snuff. Um, it's not like they're the greatest, but they have been putting out more updates. Legion just came out, so I can't really knock them too much. But it had never happened for me because I hate Windows. Not hate Windows, but I hate Windows to a degree where I'm like, I don't want a game on a PC and nothing's going to change that for me. Even if I have the, you know, the ability to run power, powerful games on my PC, I just don't think it's in the cards for me. Um, like I could have played Mortal Kombat, but I was like, I don't want to boot it up on my PC. I'd rather just not play it. And I haven't played it simply because I know that it probably might run fine. I just don't, at this point, I don't want to test it because then it's going to just irritate me and I don't want to be irritated right now. 
So I went to play Dredge. Well, that was platinum on uh, Steam Deck. Oh, this is platinum. People already played it. People know that it works well and it runs at 90 frames per second. And I ain't got to deal with nothing. I'm playing that. <laughs> so I know that my brain is like, at this point, just simplify my simplify my um, experience and you got my money. And that's what they did. I mean, there's nothing else that you can say or to do to kind of sway me off of that. Um, and it was another thing that I kind of kind of posed to my audience is about Epic Games and how how they give so much free stuff away. And I'm like, none of this stuff is going to help me become a fan of Epic because regardless of what y'all think, I, there is nothing on the PC market that could sway me to leave the console f- friendly approach that Steam has produced. Um, there's nothing that can sway me, period. So um, there's nothing that they could really do outside of creating that own ecosystem. And the only thing I can, only people I can think can do it is Windows with the help of Xbox. You know, I mean, I'm totally fine with buying something Windows based that's running like an Xbox operating system. You know, that way I can play my games the way I want to play them. But but again, if they're doing that. They're reworking their entire structure, and that is not Windows. So I just don't see it being in the cards for anybody else. They have to start from the ground up, and Windows hate Linux. It's not <laughs> they're going to do anything like that. So the biggest one where you got your Proton stuff, and you can be able to pull up all that good jazz, and people truly backing the device like that community behind the steam deck and being able to go to proton db and understand that this game runs really really well on here and all you have to do if, you, if even if you don't want to tweak nothing it runs well but if you really want to tweak stuff and get better battery performance you can but this has already been laid out this structure has been laid out there's nothing that can compete with that regardless of what people say your pc and my pc are not the same and that game could run like crap for me and run great for you. And it's nothing you can do about it. So um, that's just not something that's in the cards for me to ever get behind again. It's just not. I, I don't care how strong your PC is. You're going to have to tinker. And that's it's just stupid to me. So I don't want to do it. And um, I'm going to live my days in peace playing video games, actually playing them, not just sitting around pretending to play them. And pretending that, you know, you're having a good time tweaking. Because I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> if you're a gamer and all you do is tweak, you ain't really gaming. You're just tweaking. And that's just not, that's not fun. So, um, I mean, you know, to each his own, I suppose. I got to be, I have to be neutral, supposedly. But my experience sucked. And I don't think anybody else's experience um, would be any different. I think that is a common thing for you to have to do that. So MSI MSI Claw, uh, you lose in Deontay's book. Um, Anything to add to that before we move on? You you should have said MSI Claw. Hell no. I'm not just like... (laughs) I'm not just like... Uh, Wait, okay. That is funny. But let's move on to the last few topics because we 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 flying through this now. Mickey Mouse, they gone. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is now a public uh, domain. 
the original, right, Josh? The original Rat Mouse. Uh, yeah, Steam. I, I think it's called specifically the Steamboat Willie, uh, Mickey Mouse, in which I think that's the very first version where it's black and white and he's driving a steamboat. Uh, he does have suspenders, but like the design is a little different. Uh, that has been like around for a very long time, like decades back back before your grandparents were born. Um, and in the U.S., when a piece of work has been around that long, uh, it will eventually expire and it has to be become public domain. So a couple years ago, Winnie the Pooh entered uh, public domain. So you'll see a lot of Winnie the Pooh uh, everything. Because once it enters public domain, you, your friends, your mom, anybody you know, you can... Uh, Use that piece of media, whatever you want. If you want to write a story about Winnie the Pooh, Winnie the Pooh can be a main character. He can be a character in a movie. Uh, and Disney or whoever originally owned it can't do anything about it. So that's true for the first version of Mickey Mouse. Uh, that being said, there are a lot of different versions. And uh, Disney does still own, uh, if you see Mickey Mouse on that logo, they still own that version of Mickey Mouse. But if you do make something, you got to be careful that you're staying within the guidelines of what's public domain and what's copyrighted by Disney, because you don't want to get uh, Disney on your back. <laughs> no. Uh, but yeah, so far this week I've seen, I don't, I don't know their names because there've been so many, but I saw like two movies uh, that feature Mickey Mouse. Uh, Infestation. I think one was a horror movie. <laughs> uh, I think there another one is a horror game that also has mickey mouse in it so yeah you're gonna be seeing a lot of a lot of mickey mouse uh it's gonna be funny and weird for a while to like see you know these these characters that uh, were previously like owned and protected by big companies suddenly be weird and gross <laughs> uh but i think overall it is good because that that makes it so that uh, you know companies big businesses can't forever have all the creative like ability with like some big IP. It's gonna be a long time, but someday Star Wars is gonna be public domain. Superman, I think Superman and Batman are not that far away. Uh, so you know, just imagine in twenty years, uh, Batman is public domain, and anybody can make their own Batman movie. Uh, you know, that's that's interesting and just good overall for like creative people who want to explore these yeah uh but yeah what what y'all looking forward to with uh mickey mouse you got any stories ready Deontay? <laughs> you about to be the new thumbnail of the podcast <laughs> uh no i mean there's nothing that um no, nothing I want to be with not with willie willie the uh steamboat willie no there's nothing there <laughs> Uh, maybe when we get the uh, Mickey Mouse, uh, what's, what's it called? The Clubhouse? Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Maybe we can do something then. But right right now, uh, that one, not not too much. Not too much. <laughs> I, I, that's going to be a minute for that one. That yeah. one and Kingdom Hearts going to be a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a hot, a hot while. Uh but yeah, I mean that's I mean that's cool. I, I I never thought of it in that way. Like I understood what public domain was after a while when licenses got you know relinquished. But um, I never mm -hmm. thought of like everything. Everything is a part of that. So it's cool. 
Yeah, I think some notable ones coming up. Uh, Lord of the Rings, um, pretty soon, is going to be up. Uh, same with Batman and Superman. Uh, so a lot of the, pretty much anything that came out for the, around the 40s, mm-hmm. uh, is going to be expiring sometime soon. I forget the actual guideline, but it's something to do with, like, if the original creator is dead and it's been this amount of time, then it automatically goes public domain. Or as if the creator's still alive, but it's been this amount of time, you know, there there's another stipulation. It will still enter public domain. So uh, that's the main thing. Uh, the creator, Mickey Mouse, has been dead for a while. It, Mickey's been out for a long time. So uh, that opens it up to be public. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, it's a, it's a interesting time when you can you can see Mickey Mouse kill a few people, kind of crazy. Um, but they got a video game and everything too. So, I guess, <laughs> I guess it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a power we have now, just like AI. I guess you can do good and bad and evil, and evil with that. I'm I'm waiting on uh, Jalen. Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> One Steamboat Willie really and Kingdom Hearts 2? Or is that just like regular? <laughs> uh, Kingdom that, Hearts that, 2. Like, they like, had Julius like, and the one. <laughs> the lore of Kingdom Hearts is crazy. Alright. Uh, uh, black and white Mickey. Yeah. Hearts and World. <laughs> Alright, well, let's move on to... Uh, GameStop. <laughs> I think that was the last topic I had. GameStop having their renewals. They increased their renewals fee. Um, it's more of informative, if you all didn't know. It's not really a, a topic here, but, um, Jalen came in a little hot. He was, um, uninterested in their, their increases, unfortunately, you know, at that time, it's that time of the year where you have to Go in there, you might just be like, let me let me use my five dollars and they say, wait, 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 hold on. It's time for you to renew. So um, but yeah, I think it went from twelve or fifteen dollars to twenty. Or was it was it a five dollar increase or was it a ten dollar increase? I can't remember. But it did increase on us. So just be aware of that if you're letting them and also and which which shout out to the GameStop person that did help me. Because not only did he help me to the point where it was almost free and help me get past a few blockages to let me use my file and get my $5 certificate immediately. He told me to make sure I don't click the button because they will sign you up for auto renewal <laughs> and immediately. So he was like, don't click that button, click no. And then I clicked accept. But you think it's just your regular accept of the program, but it's actually signing you up for the renewal. So, uh, be aware of that, people. Shout out to my GameStop guy. Um, he's the only one in the recent year that's actually been worth something. And unfortunately, that company is just terrible. I think they have good people. I think they just spread out thinly, and they have been run down. That's pretty much what it is. But don't y'all just love it when you actually go somewhere and they know what they're talking about? I hate talking to people. I know they don't, that they just don't know what they're talking about. It's like my biggest pet peeve is like talking to someone you can verbally, you mean you can like visually see the ignorance coming up off of them. Like I can visually see that you 
you have no idea you're making all of this up right now. I hate when I know the answer and they don't because I'm not trying not to like quiz you, but don't just give me false information and pretend like it's right. So, um, yeah, I remember one time I went there and somebody couldn't give me, they couldn't do a return and then buy something else on the same thing. They had to like do one thing and then do the next. I'm like, this is not that hard. <laughs> so I just was like, this is stuff like that. And I'm not saying that, you know, everybody has a learning curve and they obviously go through people way too often. So I can't give them, I can't give them much. And I'm never mean to people. I can just tell that you, you knew here, huh? And I don't even ask them that. I just, I just let them get their stuff off because, you know, patience is key people. Even if you're upset, you don't have to show it. Patience, patience, patience. Um, but yeah. How about that fee? Do y'all go to GameStop anymore? Well, I don't because I I stopped liking GameStop a long time ago and I stopped caring about the rewards. I don't trade in. I go Ooh. there if I find a game I need anywhere. That's is, is there GameStop in Japan? Oh, and that's sickening. No, there are no GameStops here in Japan. Oh. Uh so and online GameStop trash. Oh, it's the worst. <laughs> the worst. It is the worst. They barely send you the right thing, so, and when they do send you something, it's like, man. And they love giving you a disc that's been open and put a little sticker on and saying it's new. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I'm like, bruh, this ain't new, bro. Like, how many, how many display cases do y'all need? How do I always end up with a new game that's been open? Make that make sense, you know? Like, this is not just a one-person thing. This is a norm that someone has a new game purchased from them and they don't have a saran. They don't have a saran wrap or the, the wrapping paper. Yeah. It no, literally it started a sticker. at um, GameStop, but it had been a practice in like media stores for a long time to open them up to take out stuff that's in the thing. Because they used to give out promo codes for like games or Xbox codes or whatever. That's, that's wow. when they start opening it up. Uh, they open it and then reseal it so that they have things <laughs> wow and you just hand them out to customers tragic oh yeah so uh but yeah i i've always preferred best buy but ever since the best buy uh program i forget what it was called but you know the program where they give you a discount on game on pre-orders ended i don't really you know, like buying physical games <laughs> no no i mean like i said gamestop has its purpose at some degree like i've used it over the past few years and i have reasonably believe, like i said when i took that old previous i mean i bought another xbox but the old xbox i had i took it there and i got like one four four twenty five or 450 almost for a, a a council i had for almost three three years and um no, i had it for two years because i bought it in november and uh i got all mostly most of all my money back and i just wanted to get the meta quest and then i ended up buying the xbox when it was like super cheap too so it was like you know a win-win for me it wasn't really an issue i mean there is some validity to them and i like that they have a physical store presence um but yeah man they need to really start to they really got to figure it out man i think I, I, that's my worry is that they don't figure it out soon enough and it just falls to the wayside because i really like i do like gamestop um to a degree 
Yeah, they serve a purpose. I just, yeah, I just don't think it's a good business. Yeah, yeah. There, there it is again. The higher ups messing up everything. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much our show. Um, we, we got through a lot. We talked about a lot. So, if you got to this part, uh, you the you the real OG. Uh, we had information about. You know, the developer direct, Dragon's Dogma, NVIDIA, Smash, Last of Us. Got through a lot of stuff. So, like I said, I want to thank you guys for getting to this part as always. We're going to have more topics, more things to talk about next week. And we're going to keep this going for the new year. Happy New Year, everyone. Enjoy the time. Like I said, set those goals and achieve them. That is, the, This is the time to do it. Especially when you got that additional adrenaline coming off of the new year. It is always beneficial to set those goals and get started. Uh, but yeah, anything else you want to add before we get up out of here? Uh, no, not much. Just play Warframe. It's great. Don't listen to <laughs> Jalen and the haters. Uh, uh, that's it for me. <laughs> yeah, keep going. No one knows you're here. Like that's all I remember. And shake them JPEGs. That's my whole Warframe. <laughs> That's my whole Warframe thing, and, and uh, I'm gonna have to leave it at that. I mean, I think this the horse looked it really cool when you sent this video. I was like, man, I, I do like a nice looking horse. I'm like, but I don't want to play it. I don't want to play it. So uh, yeah, yeah. even customizing. Yeah, you kind of look at him. Look at he trying to get me in. No, thank you. Like I said, <laughs> but yeah, uh, we, we, we'll see. We'll see how how the how the, how the uh, year goes on. Let's see what you never know. Never say never, right? Uh, but all right, guys. Thank you guys for listening, and we will talk to you all next time. Peace.